Hey, this is Phil from Teen Idols, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room, punk rock podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be episode 186. I'm Nate, and I'm super excited for this episode for two reasons. My guest, Ox Accelerator from the Accelerators and Lone Wolf, finally on the goddamn show. And Andrea Mangi's got in touch and threw the new Mangi's album at me, and it's killer. I fucking dig it. Best Mangi's album to date. I've been trying to figure out which song to play here. Hopefully that's cool. Uh, But this album's full of hits. So I'm just going to go with, uh, I'm not a sissy. the best tune on the album in my opinion but i just couldn't get it out of my head tonight the album is called book of hate for good people cool title it's out on september 23rd just a few days from the dropping of this episode i expect everybody to not fuck this up by waiting 
passing on this album because it is probably album of the year. It's that fucking good. Anyways, yeah, new Mangies, totally stellar. All right, this week's guest. He's been on the uh, I Gotta Ask This Dude to Be On list for quite a while. Stefan uh, heard the uh, bass player episode with Tyler Adams. And uh, by the way, happy birthday to Tyler Adams. He uh, just had his 30th birthday party, so probably the youngest guy in the bubble. Anyways, uh, yeah, Stefan hit me up and said I gotta get this guy on soon. So, so he's here. Anyways, Ox Accelerate. Here we go. <laughs> up dude hey nate nice to meet you nice to meet you man we've never spoke and no. uh we've been chatting a little bit and I'm, I'm super excited to have you on finally and I, I didn't like i told you it's super hard to have europeans on because uh because of the time and and everything so i kind of have to i don't know space you guys out enough but i uh, stefan stardom sent me a message after you made the the bass player list and uh, he told me some stuff about you, and I'm like, I got to get this guy on. This guy's cool as shit. So thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, cool. So beer. I am supposed to call you something other than Ox. Oh, really? Your first punk name. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a long time ago. <laughs> crazy Brain. Yep. How, how'd you get Crazy Brain? I don't remember. I was 12 years old, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I don't, I really don't remember. It's such a long time ago, but I probably just, uh, my English was probably not too good back in those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought, I thought that was a cool name. <laughs> well, let, me, let me ask you a better question. How do you get rid of a name like that? Ooh, just change your nickname and just really press it. That is nice. I think that works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you were 12. He, he sent me a message that said, your first show, you were 12 years old and you saw the Apers. Yep, in my hometown, which is a village uh, next to Rotterdam. That's awesome. And I think because I had a classmate and his two older brothers were in a, in a punk rock band. Cool. And they... Uh, they gave us uh, records to listen to, and one of them was the Apers. So when they played my hometown, I uh, begged my parents to go, <laughs> and they let me. <laughs> so that's actually when I met all the guys, uh, yeah. Ivo, Stefan, Kevin, Marine. There were still three piece back then. Oh, wow. It was just uh, Ivo, Kevin, and uh, Marine. So what year was that, like 97? Well, it's 2000. 2000s. Oh, 2000s. I think it was right before Jerry uh, joined the band. It was before they started. I think they were recording their self-titled record back then. Oh, wow. It was around wow. that time. So still the early days. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. It's funny that one of my, my first punk rock show I ever saw was Evo on drums. And now I play with a band with him. So I always, I always <laughs> find that funny. <laughs> I think he's the only drummer in Rotterdam, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's in every Almost, band. Yeah. yeah, 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 he's in every band. What was the first punk band you ever heard? Was it the Apers? Uh, no, I think it was Blink, Blink-182, I think, okay. because of MTV. Okay, and, okay, uh, makes sense. I think my my first record, rock record was uh, that lit record that came out at the time. I don't remember what it's called, Plays in the Sun. The one with the... Uh, my own worst enemy is that? Yeah, is that exactly. It? I think that, okay. I think that's my first official <laughs> rock record. And after that, uh, I uh, I saw the Apers, and I like a lot of uh, like like a band from Screeching Weasel said like he saw the Ramones and was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna start that. I'm gonna start my own band. That's what I had when I saw the Apers. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I started also discovering all those other bands. Like Screeching Weasel, like the Queers. And uh, so, yeah, that's basically how it all started. So when did you start your first band? I think it was, it was probably not long after I saw the Apers. I think I was 12 when I started my first band. It was just, <laughs> I guess it was just the classmate guy was just drumming and I was just singing. I think that's how it started. And then I think two years later, when I was 14, I started Accelerators. Nice. At 14, you're... Yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah. amazing! Like, how long yeah. were how long were the accelerators around before, say, the first record? Um, so we released our first record two thousand nine. So we were around for six years. Okay, so you were like older, like twenty at least when that yeah, record came yeah. out. Yeah, okay. Because I felt we were we, we were we weren't ready yet for uh, for a first record before that. So uh, yeah, no. yeah. I was gonna say because that record's fucking great, and I was like, man, if you were writing this kind of shit at fourteen or fifteen, like. That'd be <laughs> really... No, I definitely wasn't writing that. <laughs> no, no, no. It was definitely uh, definitely not that good back then. I've had that record for years, and I got to know, how come you're the only one we can see <laughs> on that cover? Everybody else really ugly or what? What's going on? No, uh, I think it, <laughs> we, 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 did, uh, we wanted 
Stefan did the artwork for that for that album, okay. and uh, we were we were thinking, okay, we want to have like an iconic photo or iconic stuff, maybe not, but original. And uh, everyone had really lots of hair and curls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as you probably know, I'm pretty bald. Even not, back yeah, then, yeah. I was already bald. So that was kind of like, okay, let's <laughs> just turn the other guys around and have my face in the front. So yeah, that's basically the idea. Okay, I always wondered that. I was like, well, how come, how come we can't see the other guys? Stefan must yeah. not have liked them as much. No, I think so. <laughs> I'm coming around. I'm calling him. I'm glad. I'm glad I asked you his name because I've been saying his name wrong for years. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work really hard to say his name correctly, <laughs> the way you guys do. Yeah, Stefan. Yeah. It's like the Mangies. You know how many times the Mangies, that name has been said, and people still <laughs> can't get it right. It's crazy, huh? I, I don't. <laughs> When I first heard the name, I must have, must have not said it right here. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been long, a long time ago. But, but I mean, even, even guys that were in the band, like Jughead doesn't say oh, Manges. Yeah, really? He says Manges, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but dude, that, that first Accelerators record's really good. Like, I've, I've been a big fan of that for a long time. I dig it, but it's not even close to the second record. You, li- you like the second album? I love the second one. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do it you actually think? turned uh, 10 years old uh, the first yeah, September. Yeah. So a couple of days ago. Yeah, crazy. Dude, that's that's a killer record. Like, what's up with the art on that one now that we're speaking about art? Ooh, good question. Um, I think with, there was this guy. Um, he also he does the, the Screeching Weasel albums nowadays, too. Oh, that's uh, him. Okay. Yeah, he did. He did the did the album artwork. I met him, I guess, when we were on tour in Italy, and I really liked his stuff. So I asked him. We asked him to uh, to do the album artwork. That's how it came about. That's cool. I didn't know yeah, that. Not... Yeah, I'm looking at it now, Ricardo. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Dude, cool I guy. love that record. Thanks. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it was a really. Uh, it, it was a bigger change for us because we were. Uh, I think we we came off the really like the Ramones kind of Ramones core kind of style on the first record, and we figured ah maybe we wanna see see what we can do more. So that's how uh, Fuel for the Fire came about. It's nice. It's a good yeah good period. Are you guys big Cheap Trick fans? Is that why you did that cover? I think um, not really that big, but we were just we we love we love Power Pop too, and we yeah, yeah. figured like okay this is just a great song that could really fit. We just love the song. We're like, ah, let's do it. Yeah, your songs are better, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cool song, but yeah, I usually skip it. Because <laughs> I've heard it so many times, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, ah, I'd rather listen to you guys. So I never, I didn't know much about you guys. Like, were you guys, did you guys tour a lot? Were you guys, you know, playing a lot of shows? Yeah, we played a lot. We've never been to the States, but we toured a lot in Europe, and we played a lot of shows in the Netherlands I think around 2000 between 2009 2012 I think we at least played 100 shows a year wow so it was really crazy in 2010 we did a 50 shows and 50 days tour around Europe wow that's crazy yeah it's been uh, it was a wild ride <laughs> back then yeah that's cool yeah dude it sucks because like I mean I talk to people that live over there, and it's like all the cool stuff that, that happens here, you know? They always say, oh, you guys have the best bands and, the you know, all the best tours and stuff, and it's like, I don't agree, <laughs> you know? Like, 
I miss so many good bands. Like I didn't see you guys, of course, and the Apers a hundred times, and I've never seen the Windowsill, and it just, man, there's so much cool shit over there. Like D Cracks, never seen them. And unfortunately, I cannot go to the stage either. So yeah, yeah, it yeah, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I love, I love. Yeah, see all the way around. You know, because I went to remember going to Fest the first time in 2013. I was really excited to go to Fest because I got to see a lot of bands that I never, never got the chance to see in Europe. So yeah, I guess just that's just the way it is. You know, yeah, when yeah. you when you don't get the chance to see that band, so you always like. They have so many cool bands over there. <laughs> I'm just opposite. I'm like, yeah. I, I've seen all these bands over here. I want to see the good ones. I want to see the <laughs> Mangies 15 more times, you know? <laughs> you know, so so you you played Fest and you were at Fest in 2013? Yeah, just visiting, so. Okay, okay. So I was going to yeah. say, what band were you in then? Because Lone Wolf's played it, of course, but yeah, like just once or twice? Uh, we played it twice. Twice? And... Yeah, we were playing again in October, so the third time. And That's if awesome. it wasn't for if it wasn't for COVID, we probably would have played it five times or already. This will probably <laughs> put it up five times. So yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that happen? Like, do you get asked? Do you apply? You do. I'm you apply, curious. and okay. we got a little help from uh, Chris from the Mean Jeans and okay. um, Adam from the Copyrights. I uh, asked them if they could uh, help out a little bit to get in touch. Yeah, yeah. With uh, promoter Tony. And uh, I think uh, Chris Chris got, just sent him an email with uh, with me in it, and that's how we got in touch. So that was really cool. And uh, yeah, that show the first time was really just uh, amazing show for Lone Wolf, and uh, I think we, we decided to come back every year. Yeah, dude, Lone Wolf is so fucking good. Like I, that's one of the reasons why I'd want to go. Like I'm not a big. I look at the lineup of Fast and half the bands, well, more than half, I've never even heard of. But, you know, yeah, like exactly. this year, Lone Wolf and Methadones and stuff, I'm like, God damn, I really want to go. <laughs> it's really fun. I really love the festival because it just takes over the whole city. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one big punk rock gathering in the city. It's nice. I really like it. It's always good vibes. Yeah, I, dude, I, I love Lone Wolf, like I said. But I want to get back to, like, how Lone Wolf started. And I don't know anything about the origins of lone wolf but i know uh let's let's talk about bat bites for a second like right. were you a big bat bites fan you had to have been yeah of course yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, they were so it's, it's my yeah Meryl's my girlfriend so yeah 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 we uh yeah, i always loved them it's a gr- great band good songwriter mikey bat bites great guy and uh of course evo drumming as well <laughs> so that was fun you know the, the great bands Fucking love them, fun, dude. Fun to watch. Yeah, nice. Dude, they're my I biggest mean. blunder in music. The Bat Bites are because, of course, I had the the first record, you know, Creatures of the Night, when it came out. I got it from Monster Zero, and I didn't like it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't terrible, but it didn't blow me away, you know? Uh-huh. And then I kind of skipped on, the, on the, the next one. You know, I sort of ignored it. <laughs> and it wasn't until... Like after this podcast started, like four years ago, about four years ago, I heard it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I missed it! I missed one of the greatest records ever." It came out, <laughs> and I didn't even know about it because I love that record. That Two second, years later, yeah, 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 yeah. That's second. <laughs> I mean, but it's so different than the first one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I love it, dude. 
I think the concert also Mikey and uh, Mero were coming from different bands, and um, I think they were still they're still trying to to find their sound and learning how like learning songwriting. So yeah, that 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 self-titled album was way better than that EP. Yeah, yeah. The songwriting was just way better. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, they really it, improved. Yeah, it was that that second record blows me away when I hear it, but. I hear it and I hear so much like I can't help but just imagine that that first Lone Wolf album would have been another Bat Bites album. They sound so similar. They do. Yeah, they were produced by the same guy as well. Yeah. So that makes total sense that it sounds that it sounds kind of the same. Were some of those songs though, do you know, like were those specifically written for Lone Wolf or was that were they left no, over Basically all written for normal. Yeah. It must just be yeah. her style then, huh? I mean, it changed yeah, a little yeah. bit, but her voice, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think Miro had had a few songs, but I, I, I think I wrote most of those songs on that album. The first record? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I figured it was her. <laughs> she does all the guitar arrangements are her, and she is, she, uh, we, we both write the lyrics, but most of like the first, like the first... Uh, versions of songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess Most I kind of thought continue. maybe it was uh, like leftover Bad Bite stuff, maybe because you didn't sing n- not nearly yeah. as much as the second record. No, exactly. I think, uh, no, no, basically not, because we started out this band and I guess 2016, I think the Bad Bites just broke up and uh, Accelerators were kind of, uh, we're still there, but not doing that much. And we were hanging out with Evo and also uh, Damien, which is also in the band. Yeah, yeah. And I think we, we were just hanging out, having a drink. So we were like, ah, we were asking Evo, hey, you maybe want to, yeah, go and play some songs, you know? We want to maybe try to do something different than we're, we were doing with both bands. Like what I was doing with Accelerators. And, um, and he was like, yeah, sure. And that's how it came about. And that's what we, I think we rehearsed like the first year before we even had a name. Or who came, who came up with the name, by the way? Ooh. I think it was also hanging out in a bar again, I guess. <laughs> and I think it was first, it was, I was Lone Wolves. So the, the multiply version, the multiple word. And then I think Jerry Hormone said, no, you should call it Lone Wolf. And that's what we did. <laughs> cool. Cool. What, 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 what's the movie? Um, my God, I can't believe the, the Adam Sandler movie with Brendan Fraser. Oh, I don't know. Ugh. I can't believe I can't remember it. There's a movie there called uh, The Lone Rangers. Oh. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense because it's lone. It's only one. Yeah, exactly. It can't be Rangers. Yeah, exactly. I, think Jerry, I think Jerry said the same thing to us. Like Jer- Jerry saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I can't, I, can't, I can't believe I can't remember the name of that movie. Airheads. Airheads, that's what it's called. I was a geek in high school. Yeah, that's a good one. You got to see that. All right, cool. I'll remember that. <laughs> so what? when was the first... Uh, lo- what was the first show for Lone Wolf then? It was uh, Puke Fest. Nice. From uh, the Neon Bone guys. And uh, I think... Um, I think the Mugwamps, something like that. The Mugwamps couldn't make it to that show. To that show. And he... Uh, they asked the Accelerators... And Accelerators couldn't do it. And I was like, eh, I might have a new band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and they were excited. So that's uh, so we weren't planning anything on doing a show, but we had a, we had like eight songs ready, and we figured ah, oh, this is a good a good starting point. Let's uh, let's play here. Yeah, yeah. The, the songs aren't that short. <laughs> no, exactly. I think we 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 still played thirty minutes with eight songs, so it was fine. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Were were people like? I would have been excited for it, you know, because I was a fan of the accelerators and bat bites. You know, were people like jacked up to see Lone Wolf, knowing yeah. like all the guys, everybody that's in the band. I think uh, we had some friends there, and I remember Stefan Stefan came along with us as well, and um, um, and the girl, the girlfriend from Marine, they both they, they both came along with us to the to the show in Germany, and I just remember I don't. They were really curious about it because because uh, we were saying yeah this is a different band it's more uh, it's uh, less uh, less Ramones chords more Rocket from the Crypt less Ramones yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> something for like sure, that for sure <laughs> so they were they were definitely like they were they didn't really know what to expect are we going to do something completely different or is it still uh, uh, can you still like the the the, the, the songwriting from from Miro and me. And I think the letter was still, you could still really hear that it was us playing songs, but they, they could hear it was different than what we were doing before. It's a little different. Like yeah. at first, upon first listen, I remember thinking, wow, this is, this is different, of course, you know, like, but when I listened to Bat Bites and then I listened to like Lone Wolf and then I listened to Accelerators, which I've been doing a lot because I told you my thing, um, it all kind of blends together for me. Like I totally hear... I hear a little bit of bat bites in Lone Wolf, and I hear accelerators in Lone Wolf. It's sort of, you know, <laughs> it's the vocals, of course, but yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I listened to. I hadn't listened to Fuel for the Fire in in uh, quite a while, actually, and I listened to it last week because it came out ten years ago, and I was like, oh yeah, I can actually hear, <laughs> like, oh, I'm not doing that much different nowadays. <laughs> it's still, uh, it's still in there. It's funny to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I actually listened to that record today. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, I love it, dude. Like, You're the One. It's like the, one of the best songs I've ever heard.
Love that one. Thanks. Cool. But yeah, I I definitely hear a lot, especially when you sing, of course. When you're singing with Lone Wolf, it's, you know, I I have a hard time hearing past the vocals a lot of times. You know, it's like listening to the Riverdales and Ben singing. It's like, I kind of can't help but think of Screeching Weasel sometimes, (laughs) you know. I understand. I understand. So I had told you I I, I was going to do this thing and I kind of did it. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's impossible, dude. So I wanted to, I wanted okay. to make a list of the best, like my top eleven Apers Tree albums. And I started out really, really strong. I, I did, and I gave up after a while. I had them all listed out, and I, I, I always find ways to get rid of things to make it easier. So I got rid of the accelerators because you weren't directly no related i never I played i never i never played any apers so, uh, <laughs> and i don't think anybody in that band was ever involved with apers no not uh, directly no so you can leave that out eh? so that was easy because <laughs> fuel for the fire would have made the list but i'm like you know there's so many there's so much good material that came from those bands so i just tell you my number one two and three Okay, cool. And these could change at any moment, but my number one is pretty solid, and I don't think it's a surprise for anybody, but it's the first Windowsill album. Absolute gold for me. I love it. Great album. (laughs) Second, I got to go with Buzz Electric by the Apers. The best Apers record. Amazing album. I I loved that album when it came out. I played it so much. Yeah, it's so great. And then uh, my third one is, I think, the Bat Bites. Cool. Do a self-titled Bat Bites record. And that might be number one, too, but on, on certain days. I love that record. And then after that, my list just, it got too hard. <laughs> Lone Wolf, Together Alone, I think is, I, I think I like that better than the first one. Um, the first Giant Eagles record is killer. The other Windowsill records, I can't really rank them. You know, it's hard. And then I forget about guys like Casper. <laughs> and like, yeah. it's like I gotta start going twenty belows, and then yeah, yeah. It's uh, I was thinking about it too. It's like, whoa, this is a long list, you know. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and that's Rat Cliffs probably as well. Somebody from the Rat Cliffs, somebody from uh, the Real Danger, uh, somebody else. Oh, the Shivies, of course. So it's yeah, like true. Marine alone. Yeah, yeah. It just it kind of becomes yeah, a Marine yeah. thing, and <laughs> and then of course we have uh, we have a new record from um, Sweatpants Party. Just got put exactly. out like a month ago or whatever. So it got really hard. And I just said, <laughs> screw it. I'll give you a top three. And then the rest. Screw so it I, off, mate. Screw so, it off. <laughs> so I want to ask you, like, what is your favorite? You probably go I with think, Apers, right? Yeah, I'm going to go yeah, with yeah. Apers for sure. Yeah. Totally. I think, think Buzz Electric. <laughs> Buzz Electric is probably my favorite Apers album. I love that one.
great. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So yeah, that's probably number one. I have so much respect for all of you guys. There's only like you know ten of you, but you guys have done so much cool stuff. But I just I can't get past Windowsill. Like a marine songwriting, so good, and just they have a sound, and it's he's very solid, consistent. huh? It's very consistent. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's what he's about. Yeah, and the just that production is is constant. It's just so good. Apers, you know, their production was. They got a little weird, like on Skystern Blue, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> got a little different, but um, I love all of it. But, yeah, I got to go windowsill. I always forget about, like, the 20 Belows, like I said, and... <laughs> you know, Amazing even... band, too. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Shivies, so it's like, how the hell... <laughs> but I figured, I was thinking about it, and there's no other band besides the Apers that have a tree like this. Like, Screeching Weasel would be the next maybe comparable thing but they cheated yeah. you know screeching weasel there's connections to the queers and ghoulies and teen idols of course but it's like after that initial like original lineup you know like that classic lineup when ben just he basically it's like avengers you know he just brought in a bunch of the big guys you know like mass and phil and lumley and shit it's connected to everybody it just doesn't feel the same whereas the apers is like little rotterdam you know, like, there's not that many people that are into this. And all these bands that are stemming off of the Apers tree is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's quite something, huh? Yeah, that, especially just out of those, the three original Apers as well. If you just only count that, that's even, that is so many records. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you branch out, you, of course, you get accelerators, but you yeah. get like Jagger Holly. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it just keeps going and going. Yeah, cool. Very, very, very cool, but I just couldn't, I couldn't do it, man. I listened for <laughs> days. I went through, I made playlist after playlist, and I'm like, oh, geez, I can't. There's just <laughs> too much cool stuff. So, hey, I forgot to ask you about the accelerators and Kepi. How'd that ever happen, dude? Well, I think uh, we toured with Kepi, actually, uh, as a backing band. I don't remember. I think it was 2012. And also, when we, I think the first time we, uh, we met Cappy because because of Stefan, of course, because they mm -hmm. the Groovy Goodies were on Starting Records, and I guess we had a we had a long connection with with Groovy Goodies as well. Because I think the the first the third accelerated show was a support show of uh, the Apers and Groovy Goodies back in two thousand three, I guess. Cool. And then when our record first record came out in two thousand nine, uh, Stefan called me. He's like, "Hey, Kepi's in town, and he really loves uh, the new Accelerators album, and he wants to contribute it, a, a little, something to the album." So I, he did like uh, some vocals on it as well. Cool. I think it just was a little shout out on the on the album, and uh, we just got we stayed in touch, and um, so we toured. And I don't I don't remember if it was before we recorded Fun Under the Dark or after, but that was the I think it was around the same time. We were touring and we were we were recording an album. And I love Cappy. Cappy is a great guy, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing him uh, again in a few weeks, and he's coming to Europe. You playing so with yeah. him? Yeah. Uh, no, we're not playing. No, unfortunately, no. But he's I think he's coming over with B Face and uh, and Adam. I think. So yeah, uh, Adam Bob. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. cool. So, yeah, not acoustic. I got kind of like Kepi's great and all, but during the the pandemic, I got kind of tired of seeing Kepi acoustic. <laughs> it was like constantly. I'm like, it's great, but I want to see electric Kepi. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. 
It's yeah, fun. yeah. And you were part of it, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, we also did uh, Cafe and Lone Wolf as well in Rotterdam at that fest. That was really fun. So yeah, we just keep on going. It's nice. We love cool. Cappy, so that's really cool. Like you guys should. Has, has is there has there ever been talk of doing more recording with him? There's been talks, but uh, yeah. we're still uh, we copyrights got in there we, on we need, you though. We, we need to find <laughs> we need to find time to do it if we if we want to do it. But yeah, no, no, kept we always uh, we always talking to Cappy. So yeah, it's it's just a, a cool thing. It, it's just cool to work with him as well. I'm glad he's back playing yeah. a lot of shows again. It's nice to see after the the whole pandemic. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's cool. Like there seems to be a lot of people doing it. You know, I don't know. It was during the pandemic. It was kind of nice to, on a Saturday morning, to have him like overly happy, Kepi, bouncing <laughs> yeah. around and on the side of the road somewhere. It's sort of like, wow, this guy's this guy's making my day. You know, cheers cheers you up a little bit. Exactly. That's yeah. what he's good at. Ah, that's cool. I mean, it's cool that you're a part of it. You know, I, I don't want to say Groovy Ghoulies history, but sort of. You redid the best record. <laughs> I think it's an amazing album, huh? Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, and it, I also love the the I love a lot of good, I love most of the Google Goodies album, but I love Fun and the Dark and also We Are Animation Festival is great. Yeah, yeah, like that the copyrights album, like the copyrights did as well. Amazing, totally. So uh, I didn't know this until mm, a couple months ago. Rotterdam Rumble. I didn't know that was you. No, Rotterdam Rumble wasn't me. That's Stefan. What did you I've, do? Uh, I did Rotterdam Riot, which was oh, uh, I okay, think Rotterdam it was, Riot. I, I think that was a couple of years later. I have a, I have well, a Rotterdam <laughs> Rumble poster hanging here. I think that was 2004 until 2006. And uh, Accelerators did reorganize Rotterdam Riot back in, I think it was 2011, 2013. It was kind of the same. Like we wanted, to, we wanted to keep that spirit alive. I yeah, I guess I that's <laughs> I'm. I'm, that's my mistake, but either way, I'm jealous because they're both probably awesome, really, you know? Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you how do you start doing that then? Just sort of take it over or what? No, I think back in – I think we started doing it in 2012. Um, I think we were less focused on accelerators or, or something like that. Or we had like a 15 or 10, 10 years anniversary coming up, I guess. It was 2012. 2013 we're 10 year anniversary coming up and we're like oh we got to do something special and instead of making it an accelerators party we we figured like maybe we should just start organizing a festival yeah yeah instead so i think that's how it came about and it was two days in a, a few different venues in the city center all on walking distance so i think the first year i think nobody played and the kids from Belgium, I don't know if you know them. No, so I don't think punk, so. Old, yeah. old punk rock band. D-Cracks, I guess. The Gamets. And maybe cool. it's a, um, maybe I'm having a few years. Uh, maybe something happened in 2013 or something in 2014. But it was something like that. <laughs> I think we had the Spazies as well. Nice. Radioactivity. So, it was, yeah, it was quite, it was cool. I really like doing that. A lot of work, though. <laughs> that I can tell you. But it was fun. So, like, how, how, why do you stop doing that, I guess? Just the work? Just too busy? Yeah, I was yeah. too busy. And um, I think, yeah, just um, after, I think we did two or three editions 
and I think it was just too the was just just too busy. Yeah. With the, with bands playing and just life, yeah, life moved faster than we wanted to. So we we decided we couldn't do it anymore. Do you enjoy things like that when you're a part of it as much? Because I feel like it'd be like you couldn't really just cut loose and have fun. You'd have to like no, exactly. Also, be that's, responsible. That's really, it's really, <laughs> really, really hard to enjoy, and because yeah. uh, it's so much stress. And also, with concerning about are, are enough people showing up? Is everybody having fun? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, welcoming bands the whole time. I, I think we have one edition where thirty bands were playing. It was like busy the whole day. <laughs> so it's nice. It was a, nice, a fun experience. But I like now. Um, Stefan and me did uh, the Starnum Riot, which is just two nights, six bands. It's very much, very more enjoyable. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I, rec- I can recommend that. So that's nice. I feel like if I put together a fest, I would just get a bunch of my favorite bands to play. But I wouldn't want to do all the work because I just want to have the fun time. The fun, you yeah, know? Exactly. So I, and then exactly. I started thinking about that. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. So. <laughs> no way. So much work. Yeah, yeah. No, it's but it's cool. very cool. I didn't know you were involved with that. And I thought, wow, this guy's he does, he's everywhere. We did a lot of shows. And that's also why we got to know like the, the Mean Jeans and the Copyrights and other bands like this. Because we were putting on a lot of shows in Rotterdam. Because nobody else was doing it. So at one point we were like, we're always going to Amsterdam to go see shows. And we were like, fuck, we, just, we want to have them here. So uh, <laughs> there's only one, one, way to, yeah, one way to do that, right? Just do it yeah. yourself. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that's, that's crazy because of all the great bands. To me, if I went to Rotterdam, a great show would just be all the local bands. <laughs> you know, like I don't need to bring in, you know, anybody else. No, no American bands. When I come to Rotterdam and there's a fest, I don't want any American bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen, though, but we'll be fun. <laughs> I want Apers, reunion. Windowsill. Reunion. Yeah, start a reunion. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of festivals, Punk Rock Reduno this year, dude, it was awesome. Watching the Stardom band, the Stardom All-Star band play, and then Lone Wolf. What a cool thing. Uh, it's such an amazing thing. Franz and Andrea do such an amazing job organizing oh, yeah. that. And we love those guys. And it's great for us going there, you know, uh, going to a different country, nice weather, seeing all our friends. <laughs> yeah. Especially after the pandemic, was, I was, we, we arrived Thursday night and we, we walked into the festival. And I was like, holy shit, I know so many people there who haven't seen in <laughs> such a long time. Yeah. So it was. I was overwhelmed by it. It was nice. It was really cool. Really great weekend. Amazing bands. So how did you guys decide the set list for the All Star Band? Well, um, at first we had to see who was there. Of course, that was the first thing that was important. Who, who was going to be, be there to sing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> the usuals were like, we know Marine is going to be there because we're playing with the Giant Eagles. Oh yeah, and. Uh, we were hoping Kevin, of course, to be there. He normally would have been there. So those were already two options. And then we just started. I think Stefan just asked most most of the uh, most of the singers, like, are you going to be there? Or do you want to do a song? So he came back us with a list, like, uh, these guys are there. And he told us, like, what? Because it was because of the stardom anniversary as well. Mm-hmm. We, were, we wanted for Stefan to be special. So we asked him, what is your favorite song of that album? And uh, so he discussed it with the singers, and we said, and he gave us a list, and we were like, okay, cool, this is this, 
this works. And then we have to do some fine tuning in the end because Kevin couldn't make it. But that's basically how it went. So we were like, give us a list and we'll, uh, we'll do it. <laughs> was there ever hope to get Vapid up there with you? I think because he was already <laughs> playing so many shows that weekend. I think yeah. uh, we were like, uh, maybe we should not <laughs> ask him. Yeah, his voice was and also already we, kind of off. We, and I think we were... Uh, we were playing on the same night as the Methadones. So, and we would have have done a Methadone songs, which wouldn't make any sense if he, he wasn't playing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that so makes that's, sense. That's, that, I think that was the main reason. Yeah. It was cool, though, dude. It was cool to watch because, I said it before, it was just, you didn't know what was coming up next. And even if you knew, like, you knew some of the songs, or some of the bands, you didn't know who was going to sing. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, Kevin wasn't there, so of course he couldn't do it. So it was cool to see, you know, Mikey did a pretty good job. He did a really good like, job. He sounded a lot like him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh. I was like, the same. I was like, wow. No, he did a really good job. That was, yeah, that was really cool. And we got to do uh, Please Don't Change with Marine, which was really nice. Yeah. He wrote that song as well. It's one. Of, it's my favorite Apis, Apis uh, song. It's a great actually. one. So yeah. it was really cool to do that as well. Yeah, he was... Uh, you guys were busy that weekend. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I was very busy. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to ask could... you about uh, Lucy Spazzy. She didn't show up, of course. I think she got... No. Did they, she get COVID she... or something? No, the, I think the, her flights her flights were canceled. Oh. Something like that. They were never on... Spazzy's were never on Stardom. No, But no. was, was she going to get up and play with you guys? No, because we Damn. were just doing... Uh, <laughs> we, do, we were really doing Stardom. But stardom yeah, yeah. Songs, so. Well, she could have done, like, Lucy stuff. Yeah, could have. Yeah, yeah. But also, again, she would have played that night as well with Lucy, with Lucy and the Reds. That's true. I That's think true. right before us. So, what about Jeff Palmer? Completely destroying a Cappy song. It's a, I know. <laughs> he had one job. <laughs> he had one job and too many drinks. I think. Drinks, yeah, yeah, it was fun though. <laughs> that was cool, man. That was one of the highlights of the whole thing. Yeah, cool. Um, I really loved doing that. Saturday was crazy busy. You guys, of course, Lone Wolf and Giant Eagles. Yeah. I remember uh, we were doing a Lone Wolf set. It was also, the sun was still on the stage. And it was so <laughs> freaking hot. And I remember just having all these songs in my head from the night before from the Stardom Center. Also, all these Giant <laughs> Eagles songs. And I was like, ah, Lone Wolf show. We've done it so many times, you know. Shouldn't be any problems. And I, we... We started playing, and I was standing in the sun, and I just, I just like a blackout. I was like, "Holy shit! How does? How, what is the lyrics to this song? What? What is the next part?" It was insane. I never, I think the sun really destroyed me. But we, well, we made it through. We made it through. Long day for you and Evo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excuse me for this, but I forget that you were in Giant Eagles. Like you played on that record, the first record. Yeah, yeah, both. Ra- yeah, you know, both, both records. Yeah. But yeah. like, I kind of forget about that. But how did that happen? Like, what were the? I know it was the Ramona Rooney's or whatever was the original Marine thing. But like, how did he? How did that band form? I guess. So Simon, the singer of Giant Eagles, mm-hmm. he was in Accelerators as well. He played uh, yes. on the Fuel for the Fire album. So. Um, that's so I know Simon quite well I know yeah, yeah. Marine quite well and they just asked me when they uh, uh, started writing the first album we uh, they asked me if I wanted to play bass on that album 
<laughs> so we did a couple of rehearsals, and that's 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 how it came about. So every time now, when there's a new record coming on, then Dirdo's like, "Hey, we have a new record. You want to play bass again?" And then uh, I learned the songs. <laughs> that's record. like the stupidest question anyone's ever asked you. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not stupid at all. No, but it's, of course it's you want to play with those guys, though. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no, a great album, uh, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's great, and uh, I love those guys. Love playing with those guys, so it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just Easy. I kind of forget that, you know. You forget because I'm Marine and and Evo, <laughs> and of course I've never seen Giant Eagles. Of course, nobody had until no, that. nobody had. It was our first and only show, I think. So uh, it's yeah. not even pictures. So all you see, all you know of Giant Eagles is the the, the album art, you know, the two paintings. Yep. Until you guys played, it was like, oh yeah, Ox is in this band too. Okay, <laughs> another fucking super group. <laughs> but dude, you were you're fun to watch. I was I was on that episode saying, and you're just like, I don't know where you get your energy either, but you're bouncing all over and you make it look fun and easy. Well, thanks. Just having a good time, I guess. <laughs> so I got I'm gonna ask, what is the deal with Giant Eagles? never playing shows never wanting to is it's simon right he doesn't like playing live <laughs> i don't know it's also because of the synths which uh was not a very easy test for mikey did a really really good job on that oh on yeah that as well sounded great so i think it was just the the, the first thing they said also with the ramona rooney's and sorry we're never gonna play a live show and uh but yeah then this amazing festival in Italy. If there's one show you wanna, you you wanna <laughs> make a, you wanna do it, then it's a punk rock do now. So, so is that it for sure? Is that the only show we'll ever get from Giant Eagles? I think so. Yeah. Damn it. For now, for now at least, yeah. You gotta lie at least. Say maybe. <laughs> it's not up to me, so I can. But it, never say never. But it's gonna take a while, I guess, if it's ever gonna happen. I'm sort of kidding. Of course, I'd love to see him, but <laughs> I'd love to see Lone Wolf. I'd love to see any of those bands. I think the only one I ever saw was Apers. Apers were just a fucking great band. You didn't know much. You knew they were from a different world, and they put out <laughs> great records, you know? It wasn't until, you know, 10 years ago or so when Marine kind of branched off and did the windowsill, and it was like, wait a second, this is Apers minus the singer, you know? And then you start noticing all these other bands. But for you, you grew up in there... Did, I mean, I'm sure you loved the bands, but did you realize that it was such a special thing? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I realized it was special because uh, I got to learn so much from these guys and made so many friends also by going to their shows. They were putting on shows and Stefan was doing amazing stuff with, with Storm Records. Besides uh, releasing albums, they were also, he was also putting on shows in Rotterdam, so it was really happening at the time, especially <laughs> those years, 2003, 2004. There was a lot, it was a, a lot of happening. They, the, 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 the Apers Groove Guru show, which I was telling about, which was the third accelerator show, was a sold out show. I, I think it was with 400 or 500 people in Rotterdam, which was which is crazy. That's awesome. And, um, especially nowadays, it's not like that anymore, but <laughs> back then it was really, I, I was really surprised by how much was going on, how many cool records yeah, came out on Stardom Records. The Apers were amazing. Like They played 100 shows a year. They were always on tour, and they were super friendly. So that was, yeah, that was really something special to me. They were so cool, down-to-earth guys. 
even for a little kid like me, I was 12 years old when I met them, you know, and they were, they definitely didn't treat me like I was 12 years old. They were just, they just <laughs> accepted me as one of them. It was really cool for me. That's awesome. Uh, and yeah, especially also like a lot of, yeah, a lot of friends that also Damien was in Lone Wolf, he's the same age as me. We had the same experience with with Stefan and and the Apers being such cool guys and just they wanted to really make some like they, they really wanted to make a scene that they and they did make a scene around it. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean I'm kind of a nerd, so looking from the outside, it's 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 a big deal to me. Like I would if I had that time machine, that's where I would go. I guess you're telling me like those early two thousands Rotterdam it would just have been fucking awesome. It's cool. It was cool. It was a cool time. So Shit, I'd cool go to Rotterdam shows. like last week if I had a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you should visit once. It's probably it's, it's probably it's probably not gonna be uh, an amazing punk rock show, but we'll show you around. It's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun time. <laughs> um, so I was I was also I can't remember who I was talking to, and I'm trying to remember, but we were talking about Stardom Records and Stefan and the and the importance. Of, oh, it was with uh, Franz and Andrea, and just about celebrating. The, the I guess the the birthday of Stardom Records this year. Um, I was trying to explain. I was I guess I was kind of trying to ask like if they thought that having that label, that really cool, like the European lookout. I guess I equate it to that. Having Stefan as part of your scene, did that encourage you to just play? You're always gonna have mm-hmm. cool shows. You're gonna have cool releases. You could start a band maybe not you but uh friends of yours they could start a band and they'd have uh, a cool label backing them up uh, it's amazing and for me it was always a a, a a dream when i was young to have a record out on startup records when i yeah. was uh when, when i was that when i was that age and um no it's amazing because they they everything they did the records were great the shows they were putting on were great and uh the the record album covers he made were amazing. Oh yeah. So I just really uh, and there were, like I said, there were such cool guys to hang out with as well. So amazing to uh, to be part to be part of that and to to uh, to know Stefan in that way. It's amazing what he did, especially those days where and now it's, it's still nowadays he's still it's still going strong again with all those new records with, with Jeff's <laughs> album coming out, Lucy. Local tracks, they're all cool albums as well. So I really, I really like that he always, he always tries to make like a little scene out of something, uh, out of the, the bands that he, that he puts out. And I think he did that back then, having the Stardom Rumbles, with the retarded Apers, Mangies, Backward Future, Sonic Dolls, all playing the same show. You know, and that's what we. Kind of try to do again that this year at that 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 Friday night at Punk Raduno to have that same kind of feeling. And I think he's always really so enthusiastic about it and yeah, great guy. I think amazing, uh, amazing label. I'm guilty of forgetting how good Stardom is, and I'm like one of those guys that I've been very vocal about how great that label is, Apers, Windowsill, and then you forget like all the other shit that's on that label. Like everything, methadotes. There's been, you know, the Kepi stuff, the Jeff records. There's so much good stuff. Yeah. And it's like you just forget. And then when you really start looking at the list, you're like, this might be the greatest label ever. <laughs> you know? And that's yeah, why I call amazing. it kind of the Europeans lookout, you know? Because they just yeah, took exactly. all no, the local bands sense. and did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, he did a amazing job. And still does. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, I I'm actually looking at the list right now on Discogs and it's like, uh Yeah, I guess yeah, that's 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 how great that's what makes a label great when you forget about all the releases and then not that you forget about them, but there's so many good ones that you just start forgetting about them. Like, my label's and not that great. I mean, I could name them off in a second. You know, with him, it's like he's got 20 years of just excellent records. Yeah, solid records. Like, coming out, yeah, there's just so many great records on it. I think it's he's he passed the 100 records nowadays, 100 releases. Did he? It's amazing. I think so. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, he did. But yeah, there, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I know what 100 was going to be, so it's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> bummer, bummer, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, dude, the last couple of years, you know, his his comeback, I guess, it's been, like, just fabulous. I love it, because I'm a big fan of that label. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I love that he found, like, new energy to, uh, I think it was the same time that also he got new energy to to uh, work with Stardom Records and we start we just started out with Lone Wolf so it was a yeah. easy uh, yeah that was that was was bound to happen so it was cool I'll give I'll give you the credit then <laughs> no please don't <laughs> <laughs> so no it's all to all to stay fun all to stay fun yeah let me ask sure. you about the because uh, I can see it behind you right now the the first album Lone Wolf album the artwork. Yeah. Who did that? It's a Dutch uh, illustrator. Okay. Um, he's called Menza. And basically what we do, because we're all, uh, the three of us are all designers. Mm-hmm. So um, besides having to debate about who's making the album artwork or having someone made it and, and too many, having too many <laughs> options. It's also, we always, we always say like, okay, we want to, we're putting out a new album. So we want to. I don't know make something special out of it so we always uh ask an artist that we really like or that uh to to do the album art makes it easier for us and it's also kind of uh a gift to ourselves because we have a new album i was like hey well, let's treat ourselves on a cool album cover so that's what we do i fucking dig it man i love it like it's got to be tough though because like you said you guys are <laughs> graphic designers so are you like really nervous about getting something back that you don't like or you're gonna nitpick here and there or you and Meryl aren't gonna agree with it shit like that you know no I don't really because I don't really I, we, we're really easy going so yeah it never really happens before but I think it just makes the process a lot easier if we just ask someone who we know is great or has a specific kind of uh, way of designing that we really like so it's yeah, just yeah. An easier for us just an easier test like hey we really like your style and we want to want your style in our, on our new album cover yeah. so then I think that's the way that's the way we do it I always liked it because it's like from a distance a, a quick glance it looks kind of serious like there's a wolf on there but when you really look at it it's it's still got some humor though like a beer I'm assuming it's a beer can you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's cool. He has a little chain on his neck. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's, that's the. Uh, and we really, this guy was. Uh, we loved this illustration uh, that he that he that he makes. So it was easy. It's like okay, this is the guy we want to work with. Yeah. So what's up with the second album then? Two dinosaurs holding hands. I think we were working with a guy, and uh, that didn't really work out. 
um, and we had to go to the pressure plant really quick. <laughs> so um, I remember it. It was the uh, stay dirty. It's a, it's, um, a guy from from Switzerland, and he did uh, the Punk Raduno artwork. I guess in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I really remember digging that. And so we really needed artwork really fast. <laughs> and I just sent him a message. Hey. Okay. And he was he did something with dinosaurs, and we were like, ah, dinosaurs are cool. And then he just he made the sketch, and we're like, yes, let's do it. That's how quickly something can go. So two days two days later, we had our album artwork, and we could wow. go to the Breast Plan. It's like so, yeah. the, the ballsiest thing to to put an album out without your name on the cover, too. By the way, <laughs> I love that. I love doing that. <laughs> it, the album's got to be good, you know, because if the album's not any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only Catch is it not memorable for that, but the fucking band name's not even on the cover. Luckily, think, that album is I, that album rules, dude. I think it was. I think the the last Dillinger Four album had the same. Was no. Uh, I think that was one of the first records I saw without a band name, and it's always something I wanted to do because it would be like, it's just the album cover. It's just a piece of art. It's not. It's not a necessary just to, it's not about the band name just yeah, i just yeah. want people to look at that artwork you know because it's so cool so the first lone wolf album came out and then like a year later the second one came out yeah. that was like three years ago yeah <laughs> two years ago whatever it was so where the hell is the next one <laughs> yeah i was supposed to uh if the pandemic didn't happen it definitely would have come out in uh, uh. the next the, the year later because so we it, it's already, happening we, yeah it's happening Nice. So uh, it's actually uh, it's being mixed as we speak. Sweet. So cool. that's that's just need to we need to uh, to finish it and then uh, can go to the pressing plan. Then let's see how long that's gonna take. But it's coming yeah, yeah. out next year for sure. It's getting better, dude. It's not two years away. <laughs> no, exactly. So it's definitely it's coming out next year. Awesome. For sure. I'm excited, man. I was really hoping that that was the case. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, right after the pandemic hit, I was already writing a lot of songs for the. I think we wanted to record it. I think at the. I think at the end of uh, of 2020, something like that. So we could do maybe an, uh, a 2021 release, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that didn't happen. So. Same deal. And it's that, gonna sound like the last record. Um, a bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm always trying to to change things a little bit. And it's definitely gonna be uh, more vocal. Mir and me are gonna sing a lot together as well on this new album. Cool. So it's gonna be more uh, us together instead of uh, doing a, a song apart. So yeah, it's, it's gonna be a little different again, but nothing too too crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good. I, I'm like, uh, I don't like change. When I like a band, I'm like, don't change, don't change. <laughs> you know, stay the same because that's what I love. But yeah, she has, sh you and her sound great together, but she sounded great with Mikey too. So like, you guys singing together, that's that's awesome because that's that makes it sound so cool. Like it's just her alone is great, you alone is great, but together it's like, wow, this is this is something really cool. Yeah, I think so too. So I think it's something special that we have that it works so well. So. Uh... Yeah, let's see. Let's hope you like it. <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. You know, I, I I love. I don't really like asking that question about new stuff because a lot of times people are like, "Well, I can't really talk about it." That's the answer, or it's no. 
no, we don't have plans. So, like, when someone actually says, yeah, it's coming out next year or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about it. So, uh, <laughs> Stay we, we just got pissed. the first, <laughs> first uh, sketches in of the album artwork and the mixes oh, yeah? are coming in. So, it's really happening this, these uh, few weeks. So, uh, yeah, no. No, we can definitely tell that it's coming out. I'm telling everybody, yeah, it's coming out next year. Cool. It's about cool, time, cool. right? So, it's on, it's yeah. on stardom, I assume? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, one more step to being the greatest <laughs> label ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So what else is going on? What do you do? Like, do you do a solo stuff? Do you even play, like, do you play guitar? I play a little bit of guitar, but yeah. I never played it live. So, uh... Did you start playing. on bass? Is that yeah. just... Why? Yeah, yeah. I was inspired by Kevin Aper. Kevin Aper, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, uh... No, that's that's the main reason why I play, uh, play bass, I guess. That's cool. I wanted to be a front leader as well, back then. Because, uh... Yeah, I thought Kevin was the coolest. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and he still is so uh, yeah no, cool. yeah yeah so no that's definitely no i don't uh, i think Mero and me did one like acoustic show um because we were supposed to play this uh, festival in hamburg in germany boost cruise festival it's uh, like a bigger punk rock festival and that got cancelled because of obvious reasons and then uh we did um uh, we did one acoustic set but i didn't really like it it was fun to do, and I wanted to support the festival, but I was like, well, I don't really want to sit in front of my camera and, uh, and play without people watching. So so basically, uh, we're not playing that much. We did Punk Rock Raduno, then we did the show with uh, with the copyrights. It uh, was supposed to be with the Chicks Digger and the Manchies as well. Oh, killer in, show. Uh, in the Utrecht in the Netherlands. And uh, then we had like a summer break. And now we're... Uh, we're doing one show in Germany in October and then we're off to the States for four shows in Florida they're all in Florida yeah yeah that sucks (laughs) no man but it's uh, hard to travel (laughs) no I know swing up to Wisconsin next year yeah I would love to Chicago dude that's not far from me would love to do it yeah who knows we're definitely gonna play more next year when the new record is coming out so uh, let's see Let's yeah, see. were you guys uh, were you guys kind of slow to play shows because of the pandemic, or was it just kind of one of those yeah, years? Yeah, definitely. No, we're definitely slow. I figured let's first get the bands that really need to get back to touring back on the road, and then for us, you know, it's for us it's just something we do because we like it. So if if something, I don't know, I figured it's gonna start again at some point, you know. We're gonna play a show, then people are gonna ask us again to play more, and that's basically what happened. So, and base, and we also had a record to finish as well. Cool, cool. And I had a giant eagle show coming up, and we had to do all the start of cover, so we were busy enough. <laughs> so let me, uh, before I let you go, are, is there gonna be ever accelerators reunion? Uh, never say never, but uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Right. It's an option. Uh, yeah, it could be, but probably not. Uh, not, not. It's not in the works or anything. So. Uh, well, it's 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 cool because like your songs are now lone wolf songs. So <laughs> that's cool. I think I could talk to you for hours about Rotterdam bands and and you know, Apers bands, but uh, next time I'll have to have Ooh. you back and we'll uh, we'll figure out a fun topic and you can come on. And uh, I don't know. We'll do a list together. Let's do but it. it can't be the Rotterdam. That shit's no, no. just too hard for me. 
<laughs> and they're all your buddies. Like, it's got to be weird to talk about your... Like, these are guys that, like, not only are you friends with them, but, like, you looked up to them, you know? So it's got to be a little strange for you. Yeah, it's weird. It's, I've thought about it. I've thought about the list. I was like, hmm. I've been also <laughs> giant... And, Giant Eagles are playing, so it's different, you know? So uh, basically, I figured it's just going to be Apis Records because they're fucking great. <laughs> Those, that's going to be my top five. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was it was tough. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big windowsill guy. Like, that first yeah. windowsill oh, record when I first heard yeah. it, I can listen to that, like, every day. <laughs> it never gets old. Love it. Cool. So, but uh, thanks for coming on. I'm just, I'm a big fan. Thanks, and, man. Uh, thanks for wait. having me. Fun. Yeah, dude can't wait to hear the next lone wolf record feel free to send me a song early <laughs> i'll bug stefan yeah yeah we'll probably happen again we'll make it happen <laughs> so all right dude but anytime you want to come back or come up with a list or something hit me up dude all right love cool. to have you back thanks man so all right um i don't know about next week uh, i might have an episode i think i got something planned uh, anyways, until then, everybody stay safe, stay cool. Thank you so much, Ox, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.